success in the new retirement with Damon Roberts and Matt Deaton. Hey, it's Matt. Thanks for joining me this week. I'm taking you along my 29029 Everseen Challenge. Follow along with my training and the misery and the actual climb right here on success in the new retirement and check us out on Facebook. Just do a search for Acute Wealth Advisors and look us up there and get all the information. This week, I'm going to take you through some of the training I've done over the past two months to get ready for this event, starting with a hike with my family in Utah. Everesting, the climb to success in retirement. Here's Matt Deaton. All right, it's Saturday morning, middle of June. Uh, we came up to Utah for a family reunion, and so we're out doing a hike. It's uh, I dragged Katie and Noah out with me, and so we're hiking uh, near Ogden up uh, the 29th Street Trail, and it's supposed to lead to a pretty cool waterfall. So uh, it climbs about a thousand feet in elevation in about a mile and a half, so it's Pretty similar to what I'll be doing. So we came up here, kind of test out the elevation, test out the climb. So Katie, what do you think so far? So far, so good. Not sucking wind too bad. So beautiful here. I'm just happy to be able to move my body. Get out. Grateful to be alive. Noah, what do you think? Keeping up with the old people? Yeah. That was a really steep foot, so I don't know how you got up. Well, it's because I've been on the treadmill a lot, training. All right, so we'll take some pictures when we get to the top and, and check in, see how it is. So, still climbing this trail here in Ogden, but uh, last night we were in the hotel room and we had the NFL channel on and they were doing a profile on Steve Young, Football Life. And it's interesting, Steve Young said that he would have never signed to be the backup quarterback with San Francisco if he knew that Joe Montana would remain healthy for a couple years. He was under the impression that he'd had back surgery and he probably wouldn't be coming back. And so it was Steve Young's starting job. So for a couple years, he was the backup, got in occasionally, and he said it was one of the hardest periods of his life. There were several times where he was driving to the stadium that... He thought, well, maybe I'll just turn around and just not go. And instead he decided, okay, I'm going to stick with this. And he actually described it as him climbing his Everest, that he had to keep going until he could finally plant a stake in the ground. And that happened a couple years later when he finally won a Super Bowl with the 49ers and kind of got that monkey off his back and got out of the shadow of Joe Montana, but it was it was kind of an interesting analogy that he would make that comparison to Everest that, you know, you think, oh, pro football player, he's got it all together, everything's great, that, you know, he still faced his challenges every day. And so, you know, when it comes to retirement again, sometimes we think, oh, you know, that person has it so easy. They've got it going on. They've got it, they've got it figured out. Um, I'm different. At the end of the day, we all face our challenges. We all have to set some goals. We have to push through some of this stuff to to get to where we want to be. And, you know, I think that's a critical step in, in all aspects of life. There's always challenges that we're, we're faced with. So um, just a couple thoughts of him going up the trail, but I thought that was really interesting that he would describe his 
career and his goal to make it to become a Super Bowl champion as climbing an Everest. Follow Matt's Eversting journey online at successinthenewretirement.com. Okay, so hopefully you can hear us. Uh, we made it to the top. There's a huge waterfall here in Ogden. I mean, it's coming down big time. We hiked up basically along the creek and the river the whole way. But uh, it was about a mile, a little over a mile. We climbed a little over uh, 1,200 feet. So it's basically um, equivalent that I'd have to basically do that 29 times or, you know, 26, 27 times. So a little daunting, but uh, it was actually pretty good. We, we did it in about 35 minutes. So if we kept that pace, I'd have no problem getting done. So Noah, what do you think? Was it pretty tough? Was it yeah. easy? I mean, when we were riding along the creek, I, like all my shoes were getting wet, and now they're dirty. And there was this one part that was super steep that I had to use my hands to grab onto rocks. So, uh, yeah, it's pretty tough. And I can't believe my dad's going to do 27 times of this. So. <laughs> so gorgeous up here. Yeah, I was more worried about getting my shoes wet and having wet feet for the next hour. So I took it nice and slow, found certain rocks to step on. So Noah and Matt, they beat me by a couple minutes. And I'm thinking, just don't hurt yourself. Just don't hurt yourself as you're going up. Don't ruin this vacation. Now that the family hike is in the books, Katie and I are headed to the real test. We're heading to Snow Basin, Utah, site of the 29029 Everstein Challenge, to actually attempt the course, see what it's like, and see what I can learn. Okay, I'm at the top of my world. I came up to Snow Basin to test this mountain out two months before the race, and I just finished one ascent. And... Oh boy, I don't know what I got myself into. It was it was tough. The first half mile felt like it was straight up. Then it kind of evened out. And then I got into snowpack and had to climb up snow, up some pretty steep inclines to get to the top here. But I made it. Uh, my goal was to do it in an hour and a half. And I actually did it in an hour. So I uh, feel good about that. feel good about the way my body feels. And I feel like I'm doing the right things to prepare. But you know, it... What's been interesting about coming up here is, you know, I've had kind of a lot of like fear and anxiety, just kind of worrying about what it was going to be like. And so I wanted to make this trip just to get up here, kind of do it one time, see what it felt like, see what incline it was, see what I could learn, see how my equipment worked out. And I feel like now I'm going to go home and I'm going to be a lot more confident about what I'm doing to prepare and, and how things are going for that. And it reminded me of a client of mine. He just became a client. He's, I've been working with him for about two or three months. And he came into my office and he was pretty concerned. He had done a lot to save. He had he'd been working for quite a while and he was getting close to retirement. But he didn't know how close he was. He didn't know if he was ready. He had just had a lot of concern and fear because, you know, what it really turned out to be was he had a lot of investments, but he really didn't have a plan. He didn't know how he was going to turn that into an income stream how he's going to be able to replace his paycheck and and whether he'd feel confident doing that. And so we worked on his stuff, looked at his analysis or did some analysis on his portfolio, looked at what his investments were invested in, how much risk he was taking. And we began to build a plan and we started figuring out what he was going to need for income and how he could accomplish that. We figured out the best way to do that tax-wise. We figured out some strategies to give him some guaranteed income. 
and you could kind of see the relief come across his face as we were putting this plan together and what was awesome is I went and met with him just a couple weeks ago to, to kind of review his accounts. It had been about a month, month and a half since we got everything in place. And he walked in with a big smile on his face and he says, well, I've been retired for a week now. And total shock. I mean, this is a guy that thought, oh, I'm three or four years out before I feel like I could be confident in being retired. And all of a sudden he's saying he's done and he's retired. And I think that is 100% due to the fact that he has a plan, that he knows what he's doing, he knows that he's got enough and that it's going to be able to last him for him and his wife for as long as they need it. And so I think that a lot of people go through life, I think we, we worry about some of the fears and sometimes just going after it, getting, you know, going and testing it out one time. You know, in your financial world, if you go put a plan in place, maybe you test out some of those things, you figure out, you know, what that's going to feel like when you actually pull the trigger and retire. A lot of the fear and anxiety that we have comes from the unknown. And if we can dial in a financial plan to take away a lot of the what ifs, it makes a huge difference. And I think that's critical. I feel so much better about this race just because I've now hiked this one time and I know what to expect. I know, okay, I got to push it through here. It lightens up here. And then I got to push hard at the end. And I know what kind of nutrition I need. And I know if my equipment feels good, I know my shoes feel good, I know I'm not getting a blister. All of those things that you sit there and worry about. So there's just so much to learn and so much to apply when you when you do something like this and push yourself. And I, I look forward to the challenge. It's two months out. I'm getting excited for it. So we'll see how I do. So we'll see where Katie's at. She was working her way up. I'll try to find her and get her take on this mountain, see what she thinks. After you climb to success in retirement, we want you to enjoy the view. Find out more about how to reach your goals at successinthenewretirement.com. Okay, I just caught up to Katie. She got stuck where it was a bunch of snowpack. She didn't have the hiking shoes, so she was hiking around in some other spots and then came back to meet me. So what would you think? Uh, no joke. This hike is no joke. There's not a lot of resting places, so you're sucking wind the whole time, but just one foot in front of the other, it's so pretty here. It's beautiful, so just keep looking around and one foot in front of the other. Keep yeah, there, away. there were a few parts where it was literally you just put your head down and you just stepped because if you looked up to see how far you had to go, oh yeah, it was like kind of demoralizing. So yeah, you had to be like you're like just just one, just put your head down, <laughs> one step, one step. So oh, I'm thinking yeah. twelve more times, we got this. <laughs> <laughs> so really pretty up here though. It's it was nice to get to the top and kind of feel like you accomplished something. But it was funny we both. We both got up over this one peak and we thought that's where the gondola ended. <laughs> and there was still <laughs> a whole other like, oh half mile. And you're like, oh boy. Uh, so, anyways. So fun. About to reach the summit financially? Don't let your savings fall off the cliff. Find out more at successinthenewretirement.com. At the end of the day, the 29029 Everseen Challenge was a test of endurance. So once I got back from Utah, it was time to head to the gym and attack the treadmill and see how long I could last. Okay, so hopefully you can hear me over the music. I'm here at the gym, um, about 30 days out from the hike, and so I figured I'd come to the gym and spend several hours here on the 
on the treadmill. So the goal when I got up this morning was to do a total of 20,000 feet in elevation in about 15 miles. So I'm right now at 12 miles, almost 12 and a half miles. And elevation, I'm almost at 15,000. No, no, I'm at 16,500. And it's so far I've been on the treadmill for four and a half hours. So the reason I'm stopping right now is because the treadmill shut down. I guess after four and a half hours it has to reset and and go back to, to allowing you to do this again. So the goal is to knock out another two and a half miles and get another three to four thousand in elevation to reach that goal. And it's been good. Um, really hard to push through towards the end here. My legs are starting to give out. Um, but it's been good. I've been able to test some of my equipment. I've found that the mole skin and some of the blister stuff that I have is not sticking. And But my compression socks are working great. I haven't had any blisters anywhere else and my shoes are doing good. So I'm feeling like I'm prepared. I'm getting there. But it is nice to kind of go through a trial run where I'm basically doing you know, close to like two-thirds of the elevation and a good portion of that distance I'll have to cover. So feeling pretty good. So the plan is for the next 30 days to just do some light workouts, stay in shape, but keep my legs fresh, let them recover. I'm sure after this workout, I'm probably going to, you know, fill in like have dead legs for probably a good week. I'm guessing that's how long it's going to take to recover. And then the last three weeks, I'll just kind of maintain, keep strong so that I'm fresh and don't have any injuries or or anything before I go for the hike but you know going through this really gives you a little bit of sense of confidence of what what progress you've made where you stand and if you're prepared when I first started doing this I remember hopping on the treadmill and doing about 3,000 feet and it was about all I could do could to do that and went home and thought that was a pretty good workout and now I'm here doing 20,000 feet so it's just kind of amazing what can happen when you put your mind towards a goal and work hard towards it and I feel like I'm in a good spot to be able to to make up all 13 times and achieve my goal of Everstein but we'll see how that all goes and excited for what the next 30 days holds and what it's going to be like to be on the mountain and actually doing it. Okay, Matt, so I'm exhausted after listening to your latest training session. How long were you on there? How far did you go? I need some stats here. You're the numbers guy. Okay, so this is the stats. Uh, I, I sent this text to my wife right when I got done. and So it was 15 miles. I did 20,000 feet in elevation. <laughs> I was on the treadmill for six and a half hours and burned just under 7,000 calories. Wow. So, did you go pig out after that? <laughs> no, what was crazy is it, I felt like, I mean, it was so good to do that because I feel like I'm really prepared now because uh -huh. literally I ate while I was on the treadmill. I mean, it was, I'm sure I looked totally funny on the treadmill. I'm like <laughs> dressed in like compression socks, you know, with, with all these towels to keep track of. You know, it, just, I, it, just, it was a mess. You're but not winning I'm, style points. But. I'm eating Pop-Tarts as I'm walking. <laughs> I'm, I'm drinking, you know. I've been eating gummy worms and, and, you know, fruit snacks. And so I'm sure people walking by 
were probably laughing at me, but <laughs> I was there, you know, I would see one group of people come in, do their workout and leave. The next group would come in and I'm still there. I'm sure, you know, the employees were like, what is this guy doing? But anyways, it was awesome. And so I got off the treadmill, like went home and I was totally fine the whole day. I didn't like wow. literally did, wasn't exhausted, wasn't super hungry or anything like that. It was great. And what made me super excited is I woke up the next morning and I was not even sore. Oh, nice. Okay. So this so, bodes well for next week, Matt. Yeah, I feel like I'm pretty there. In fact, I told my wife, I said, if anything, I wish it was a week or two sooner because I think I'm right there and ready to go. So right now I'm just trying to maintain and keep things going um, without hurting myself or losing any of the progress that I've made, but also not trying to be too tired out. So I'm just kind of waiting it out and we'll, we'll get on that hill pretty soon and, and see if it all works out. We're going to wrap you in bubble wrap or something in the coming days. But be sure to check in next week. Matt is going to check in from the climb in Utah. Brief update coming up here on the Everesting Series. Thanks for joining us on Success in the New Retirement. Climbing towards your retirement goals? Find more resources online at successinthenewretirement.com. Investment advisory services offered through Acute Investment Advisory, LLC, a registered investment advisor. Insurance and annuities offered through its affiliated company, Acute Wealth Advisors, LLC. Tax and or legal advice is not offered by either company or their affiliated companies. Consult with your tax and legal professionals for guidance on tax or legal matters. The information presented should not be viewed as personalized investment advice. All expressions of opinion are subject to change. We are not affiliated with nor endorsed by the Social Security Administration or any other government agency.